0: Come and worship at a pleasant place. Come and be blessed before the Lord. Come and worship.
1: TTO Fair, a man anointed by God to take
0: the gospel to the marketplace, a pastor without walls,
1: winning leaders from the world to the church and developing leaders from the church to the world. And now, here is Bishop TTO Fair with a pleasant word. And let's pray, Father, in Jesus' name, we open our spirit, we open our bodies, we open our souls to you. We ask for divine blessing as your word comes to us. Lord, your servant, I stand here. Let oil be on my head, let honey be on my tongue, and let fire be on my lips as I speak your word, undiluted and unadulterated, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Are you ready? Are you ready to... Start a new series with me. This series will transform your life into you on the subject, God-given ideas. Anytime your eye sees a problem or your ear hears a problem, your mind produces a solution to the problem your eye sees and your ear hears. Years ago, about 10 years ago, I attended a short course, it was eight weeks, on management. Had a lot of, it was a large class, we are about 60, but only about 30 of us finished the program. Because most of the people on the program were very busy executives. And they will come to school, and their office will call them. They will come for lectures, and somebody will call them, something's happening in their office, they will run there. Some were parents whose children fell ill during the course, they will call them. As I saw these people frustrated that they could not complete the course, as I heard their complaint, my mind triggered a solution. While sitting down in the lecture hall, my mind told me if you start short courses for busy executives and run it on weekend, you'll be solving a lot of training problems for busy executives, and you'll be making money. Right there in that lecture hall, I formed a company I wrote on a piece of paper strategic. HR Services Limited. The following month, I advertised for a program in management to run on weekends. And for the last 10 years, every Saturday, I have numbers of people who come to study with us. Through that idea, that my mind developed that solution my mind developed as a result of the problem I saw today I have a university. It was just in a classroom. It was not a vision. I had not gone for 21 days fast. My eye just saw a problem and my mind triggered a solution. That Eight weeks because I did. hear me, I did not even complete, because I did not have money to pay my fees. So around the seventh week, I was sad. I was so poor, around the seventh week, I was sad. My pocket was poor, my bank account was poor, but my mind was rich. Today, it has changed my life. God gave you brain not to plan on how you can sleep with women or how you can do dubious things with it. God gave you brains to develop solutions to problems. Not solutions to your problems, but solutions to other people's Problems. When you are a seamstress and you sew clothes for yourself, you don't make money. You are solving your problem. But when you are a seamstress and you are sewing clothes for other people, you are solving other people's problems and you are getting money for solving their problems.
2: You're listening to The Pleasant Word broadcast with Bishop Gideon Tito Fair, brought to you by The Pleasant Place, The Church with Pleasant People. Experience the life-transforming ministry of Bishop Gideon Yofi Ofe at the Pleasant World Service. One service, one preacher, one church in two places. First service at the Pleasant Place World Trade Center, behind the British Council, Accra, from 7.30 to 9.30 a.m. Second service at the Pleasant Place, Spintus Road, opposite Unibank, Busket Bus Stop, from 9.30 to 11.30 a.m. Call 0264-133-333. 0264-133-333
1: Listen Every greatness You are desiring Every success you are desiring Every progress you are desiring Is put in your mind Is in your environment The environment you find yourself in Is there Your mind just has to Trigger solutions to it I was telling the first service, if you don't succeed in Africa, you can't succeed anywhere. Because Africa is a continent with a lot of problems, and where there are problems, there are solutions. And where there are solutions, there is money. The idea space in Europe and America is occupied. The kind of ideas people are generating. You are sitting here in Africa, you are saying that if I get a chance, I go to America. The way I will succeed. If you can't succeed in Africa, you can't succeed anywhere. If you can't succeed in Africa, it means your brain is not working well. It's not functioning well. Let me define what an idea is. An idea is a solution to a problem your eye has seen or your ear has heard trapped in your mind. So you have solutions to problems and those solutions are trapped in your mind. It's called an idea. The richest places on earth is not in Bill Gates bank account. It's in Bill Gates brain. Your richest place Is in your brain Let me tell you something There are people here If you ask them to put fire To burn even tenses, They won't do it But they can smoke weed to burn their brain Are you here with me? There are people here If you ask them to drink poison They won't drink But they can allow their minds to be poisoned By pornography And all manner of evil people Around you Listen The greatest property you have is your brain. You must protect it, you must guide it, you must guard it so that it can function effectively and efficiently for your success in life. Let me show you a story. The book of Genesis, chapter 41, from the verse. 32 to the verse 40. Can I read it? This was after Joseph has interpreted the dream of Pharaoh to him. And now he was providing an idea. I want to show you something. Are you here with me? After this series, if you don't become great, I have to go to your hometown with you and look for all the witches in your father's house and deal with them. The reason the dream was given to Pharaoh in two forms is that the matter has been firmly decided by God and God would do it soon. Anytime a dream repeats itself, it means God has decided it. And now let Pharaoh look for a discerning and a wise man and put him in charge of the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh appoint commissioners over the land to take a feed of the harvest of Egypt during the seven years of abundance. They should collect all the food of these good years that are coming and store up the grain under the authority of Pharaoh to be kept in the cities for food. This should be, this should be held in reserve for the country to be used during the seven years of farming. will come upon Egypt so the country may not be ruined by famine. 37 The plan seemed good to Pharaoh and to all his officials. So Pharaoh asked them, can we find anyone like this man? One in whom is the spirit of God. One in whom is the spirit of God. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has made all this known to you There is no one so descending and wise as you. You shall be in charge of my palace and all my people are to submit to your orders. Only with respect to the throne will I be greater than you. Amen. Many people think that Joseph's greatness was as a result of interpreting Pharaoh's dreams. No! Before Joseph met Pharaoh, people were already interpreting his dreams. It is easy to tell a problem than to find a solution to the problem. In fact, it is easier to criticize people and talk about all the things they are doing wrong than to f- provide solutions. When Joseph told Pharaoh about his dream and interpreted it, Now he provided answers. His mind generated a solution. He said, find a wise and a descending man. Let that man develop a 14-year economic plan. Let him save a feed of the food in the time of abundance. Let him create storages and store the food. When he provided the answer to Pharaoh, Pharaoh said, You have provided the answer. Who should we look for? You are the man to be in charge. This young man was just picked from prison. And was brought before Pharaoh. Instantly. As a result of a God given idea. He was promoted immediately. Your greatness is traceable. To the ideas you generate solve people's problems. Are you here with me? It is crucial. Pharaoh has seen. 14 years ahead. Of his kingdom. And what I love. Pharaoh is one of the greatest. Greatest leaders in the Bible. Pharaoh had had a dream. He saw 14 years ahead of his kingdom. There are people here. They can't see one day ahead. They can't plan one full day. If they get up in the morning. Ask them. What is the plan for today? They say. Ah. Wait on the Lord, and wait on the Lord. They can plan one day, they can see one day ahead. Ask people sitting beside you by the end of this year. What do you want to achieve? They cannot see. If the one sitting beside you cannot see five years ahead better from the person, the future you don't see, you don't get where you will be tomorrow, determines what you saw from today into tomorrow. If you see nothing in tomorrow, you will remain in today. Where I am today, I saw it. When I came here and I had nothing and I was living in uncomputer building, I came with people who were all living in uncomputer building. Some of those people are still living there because they didn't see what I saw in the future. So my, what I saw in the future were whales that took me forward. Pharaoh saw 14 years and i love pharaoh he didn't sleep to see dead people eating with him he didn't ah, he didn't sleep to see monkeys chasing him or goats collecting their meat Do you know what he saw he saw seven years of abundance first then seven years of famine Then he first needed somebody who can interpret the dream for him. so joseph came and interpreted the dream after he interpreted the dream God gave him an idea as to how the next 14 years can be managed. When he released those ideas to Pharaoh, Pharaoh said, you are not an Egyptian. You are not a citizen of this country. But I'm giving you citizenship right now. One day, I'm giving you citizenship. Number two, you have been accused of rape. I cancel your past. I am making you a prime minister. Number three, when you speak, everybody must obey Let me tell you this, your age will not matter, your nationality will not matter, your height will not matter, your beauty will not matter, your past will not matter, if you have a God-given idea in your brain. You are walking around thinking about people who have hurt you and how you want to hurt them so. One day mommy said, honey, you are tired, you must go on holidays, but I won't allow you to take your computers. Don't take laptop, don't take phone, don't take anything. I say, my dear, you can steal my laptop. People can take my laptop from me. They can take everything from me. As far as my head is on my neck, I can't rest. I say, I am the moving office. I am a moving industry. I am a moving industry. I am a moving company. I don't have the time. To entertain filthy things in my brain my brain was not created for that I don't have the time to think about my enemies in my brain my head is too special to carry the problems of my enemies in my head are you here with me Do you understand what I'm discussing with you I pray oil on your head today I speak oil upon your head today I speak oil upon your head today Joseph one idea that he gave to Pharaoh Changed his life from a prisoner to a prime minister. That one idea he gave to Pharaoh lifted his family from farming into abundance. That one idea, that one idea, that one idea. Throughout this series, in the next three Sundays, may God give you that one idea. Like, just God gave me just one idea. Just one idea today. That idea is putting food on my table. That one idea is paying for my children's school fees. That one idea are you here with me? Okay. There are four stages of ideas. Anytime your eye sees a problem or your ear hears a problem. There are four stages of ideas. The first stage is the worrying stage. The worrying stage. The worrying stage. Of course, when you see a problem, you worry. Most people see problems and they worry. Only few people see problems and they think. Can I repeat that? I said most people see problems and they worry. Only few people see problems and they think. Worrying is using your mind to magnify problems. Thinking is using your mind to solve problems. And most people, when they worry, they get stuck in there. Only few people worry and move from the worrying stage to the thinking stage. The funny thing about people who worry is that sometimes they want people to sympathize with their. Own. Oh, me, oh, look at my situation, oh, look at my situation. Jesus said, How many of you, by worrying, can add one hour to your life? In other words, Jesus is saying that worrying, is so trust, it doesn't add. When you worry, it will kill you before your time. When you worry, it will reduce your beauty. When you worry, it will give you hypertension. When you worry, it will kill you. Are you here with me? The second stage of ideas development is the thinking stage. The thinking stage. This your hair has every capacity to generate solutions, solutions, solutions to problems. Are you here with me? It's crucial. Think, don't worry. Anytime you are confronted with a problem, do what? Think. Don't magnify the problem. Try and look for the solutions to the problems. All companies that are successful are companies that think for people. Your bank thinks for you. You'll be there. They'll come and tell you that they have this investment, face deposit. You will get this. Your insurance company will come and say, your mother is old. Your mother might die very soon. Or the funeral will fall on you. Can you do um, funeral policy for your mother? Your mother doesn't know. If your mother catches you that you have done funeral policy she will disown you. you, And they tell you the truth. They tell you, they they diagnose your problems and tell you that you are doing it. If you solve your problems, don't progress. When you solve other people's problems, you progress. And there are some people who even their own problem, the one that will not make them progress, they don't even solve it. They cry in the problem, they will in the problem, they they blame people, they blame people, they blame people. They blame people. My bishop didn't pray for me. So I'm leaving the church. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Nobody cares about me in the church. The blame game is the game of losers. Anybody who is a loser plays a blame game. I've said this here over and over in church. That when you were in your mother's womb, your mother ate food and then you got some. When you were in your mother's womb, your mother took drag and then you got some. But the day you were... You were born and you were released into independence and the umbilical cord was disconnected between you and your mother. You have to eat your own food, drink your own water, and take your own drug. Your independence started in the labor world. Those of you who were born at home, it started there where you were born. When you came out, they cut you. Finish. Now you are independent. If You like fall sick and say, I won't take drug. Mommy, take my drug for me. Mommy, take my drug for me. Hey, are you here with me? If you don't solve your problems and you look for people to blame them, you cannot solve other people's problems. I am not interested in my problem because for my problem, somebody will solve it for me and I'll pay the person for solving my problem. I must also look for somebody's problem to solve, but the person can pay me. Joseph was not in the prison solving his problems. He has dreamt, his dream has not come to pass. He was solving other people's dreams problems. He was interpreting other people's dreams. And it was so people's dreams that he was rewarded to meet Pharaoh. That he was rewarded to meet Pharaoh. Go about in life. Don't care for anybody and think that you are the only person who lives in this world. The funny thing about people who leave church that when I was sick, nobody came to visit me. They were the, they are also the people that visited nobody. Cared about nobody. and my wedding, nobody came. So I've left church. How many weddings did you attend? you solve people's problems. Others will solve your problems. That, that is the way God made the world do. You see my suit Somebody has solved my problem. He has charged me for solving my problem. This is expensive. My bow tie. Somebody has solved my problem. He has charged me. My shoes. Somebody has solved my problem. He has charged me. When you come to my school, I'm also solving other people's problems. I'm charging them. But I make sure that <laughs> the problem I solve should be bigger than my problem. Or else, I will run at a loss. If I solve a problem that gives me one CD and somebody solve my problem, I have to pay two CDs. Where will I find the two CDs to pay? What the balance for one CD to pay. You understand? I said, be interested in people. When you are working in your community, open your eyes. I'll, come, I'll address all those things. When you are working in your community, open your eyes, see a problem and solve it. There are four stages of idea. Anytime your eye sees a problem or your ear hears a problem. There are four stages of ideas. The first stage is the worrying stage. The worrying stage. The worrying stage. Of course, when you see a problem, you worry. Most people see problems and they worry. Only few people see problems and they think. Can I repeat that? I said most people see problems and they worry. Only few people see problems and they think. Worrying is using your mind to magnify problems. Thinking. Thinking. Is using your mind to solve problems. And most people, when they worry, they get stuck in there. Only few people worry and move from the worrying stage to the thinking stage. The funny thing about people who worry is that sometimes they want people to sympathize with their... Mm-hmm. Oh, me, oh, look at my situation, oh. Look at my situation. Jesus said, how many of you, by worrying, can add one hour to your life? In other words, Jesus is saying that Worrying so trust, it doesn't add When you worry, it will kill you before your time. When you worry, it will reduce your beauty. When you worry, it will give you hypertension. When you worry, it will kill you. Are you here with me? The second stage of ideas development is the thinking stage. The thinking stage. This, your hair has every capacity to generate solutions, solutions, solutions to problems. Are you here with me? It's crucial. Think, don't worry. Anytime you are confronted with a problem, do what? Think. Don't magnify the problem. Try and look for the solutions to the problems. All companies that are successful are companies that think for you. Your bank thinks for you. The next stage is the innovation stage. The innovation stage is where every idea, every idea have challenges. You just have to know. You have to know how you can go through the challenges and let it work. You have to be innovative. There are many people with ideas. How to innovate it, to make it work? They don't. The fourth one, the next level is invention. An idea is always in the world you can't touch. My university was an idea. Nobody could touch it. I only carried it. And when I was talking that I was going to start a university. People were laughing at me. I, for, I forgave them because they couldn't see it. You see the idea God gave me about pastors and leaders and under 40 summit. So the second year and what happened? But all these ideas are God given ideas in ghettos. But before God, you are praying. You see a problem. Are you here? I said, Talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. You talk about people, talk about people's problems. Gossip about people. You just sit down and gossip about people and talk about people. I said that one is cheap. It doesn't put money in your pocket. I will never spend time with anybody who cannot trigger my brain to think. Human being, your lifespan is 70 years. It's too short. Some trees can live for 300 years. Even those trees, they don't connect with trees that are not of their type. Those who are living for 300 years, who are living for 300 years, it is not everywhere you plant their. That they come. They choose where they, they will come. Even those living for 300 years. And you living for 70 years. And there are even some trees. The older they, they get, the bigger they become. But The older you get, you are reducing in creativity. You are Like now when I'm looking for some apps on my phone. I have to call my daughter. Mommy, come and check this app for me. Because I see that my brain does not move as fast as it used to be. But you know, I'm like the eagle. Even when the eagle lands. It's like where a bed has reached its height, you, you get it? So, so I'm realizing that d- this month I'll be 48. This month I'll be 48. So, I'm realizing that I'm not like I used to be when I was 30 something. So, the law of diminishing return is setting in. You are young, you are spending all your time. When you even go on the internet, you're not going to look at things that will trigger your brain. You are going to watch pornography, be on Facebook, and even Facebook. Do you won't watch things that have been pasted there that will trigger your brain. Oh. You are looking for unnecessary pornographic things, unnecessary jokes, unnecessary jokes, unnecessary things. You can spend the whole day, the day will end without your brain catching something to move your life forward. At the end of the year, you blame your pastors, you blame witches, you blame wizards, you blame, well, blame witches because they occupied your brain to look at pornography. But your pastor did not pray you to look at pornography. Your pastor did not put oil on your head to go and sleep with a woman. Your pastor did not prophesy on you. And then when you live here, you go and mess it up. Go anywhere. It's the same God you will find. The same holy God, you will find that same holy God. The state of your mind and how it affects how you generate ideas. If God wants to put an idea in your mind, when you see a problem and God wants to put anything, how your mind can fight God. How your mind can fight God. So don't come around and ask God, Father, why? Father, why? Oh God, why? Oh, why is that? Me, everybody is generating idea. Me, I don't generate idea. God, why, God, why, God, why? Don't be asking God questions. You can't give God a test to answer. He's not your student. You are his student. He should be asking you questions. Romans 12. Be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. The only way you can see changes in your mind, in your life, is the state of your mind. Today, your life is a reflection of your mental capacity. I see people who go like, hmm, me, this is my brain. Eh? I'm telling you that I'm a smart man. Man. And I can show you. I can show you evidence of my smartness. I'm showing you that my head is not big for nothing, you know, it's big for something. I can show you the things I have done by the brain God gave me. This everything God wanted you to become, you put them together into something called a brain. The spirit of the brain is called the mind. That one you can't see, you can't touch it. Proverbs 23, verse 7. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he You are not different from the way you think. You are not different from the way you think. If you think like a monkey, you eventually become a monkey. So I'm telling you, you are not different from the way you think. If we think godliness, you become godly. If we think sin, you become sin. Your life is a reflection of your mental capacity. If we see students in America and in UK, in Europe, what they are able to achieve. When a student leaves university, in America or in Europe, their level of thinking and what they can do is a reflection of what the school put in their brain. You see the same students leaving our investors in Ghana here, and they don't even know how to use computer. They cannot even type one business letter. One business letter. When they type things for you, you have to retype it and redo all again. That's why those countries prosper and we don't prosper. It's only in our investors that when you leave, you are correct. Number one, the mindset. The mindset. Some opinions you are holding to, even though they don't work anymore. Before your father died, he told you something. When your father was alive, you were, you were disobedient to him. Now that the man was dying, and he told you something to do. Hey, when my father was dying, my father said this, so I won't change from that. My father said this, I won't change from that. When my father was dying, my father said, marry from this village. And he died. And now God is giving you a godly woman from another village. Hey, my father says, I should marry from my village. You cannot even hear what God is saying because of your mindset. I can't do this when my father was dying, but he told me what I'm doing. When your father was alive, he told you to stop smoking. Have you stopped smoking? Am I speaking to somebody here? Am I blessing somebody here? Somebody's life being changed. I started business being a pastoral entrepreneur five years late. I should have started five years earlier. You know why? Because the charismatic environment I grew up in. They told us that if God calls you and you do any business, he will kill you. So even though inside me, I was getting ideas to start doing creating wealth. My mindset fighting there. Then I did something. Next, I did something. It's called the mind shift. The mind shift. The renewed mind. I have to deprogram and reprogram my mind. I have to learn unlearn, and relearn. What you were told 20 years ago is what you are using to making decisions based on 20 years old information. Those around me will tell you, if you see the way I move, I, I'm convinced about something today. I do it, I reach it, I move again. I've seen all very successful people. Change must be constant in your life. You must experience mind shift. Sit down and see your brain, the thing in your brain, the information in your brain you are using to make decisions. Is it helping you? Why you were taught how to marry your wife, is that one helping your marriage? What your mother told you how you should marry your husband? Is that one helping the marriage or destroying the marriage? What they told you in middle school or secondary school is what we are using. There must be minds. Number three, it's called the mind speed. The mind speed. Jesus, Jesus, they came to ask him with a coin. Should we pay tax to Caesar or we should pay tax to, or we shouldn't pay. It wasn't something Jesus could have said, give me tomorrow, I'll come. He wanted to answer immediately. How fast your brain thinks is crucial for your success. Some people, one idea, one idea tomorrow, they stay. They cannot make up their mind. By the time they make up their mind, it is free. All the opportunities are gone. You cannot continue to procrastinate in life. You must exercise your brain. Highly successful people, they think on their feet. One of my sons told me, he was working in a Nigerian bank. He told me, hey, daddy. The Nigerian bank managers, they carry calculators in their pocket. When you meet them and say, boss, I was coming to your office to discuss a business with you. Um, say, what business? Let's talk here. Then he tell you tell him the business. He takes a calculator. He goes, bak, 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 bak. it's not a good business. It's okay. The next time, beat him. Bak, 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 bak. This is a good business. Let's do it. The other bosses will tell them this is a business. Tomorrow, let me think about it. Tomorrow, let me think about it. You think the only one? That the proposal is on your desk. If you are working with them for two years, three years, and every year he postpones, I'll marry you next year. I'll marry you next year. I'll marry you next year. That man has dull brain. Forget him. I said, that man has what? You should be able to think on your feet if you want to succeed. Listen. Listen. Look at any man who is successful in life. You can trace it to his mental speed. You'll book, Business at the Speed of Thought. Business at the Speed of Thought. Small decision. If you ask where your children will go to one week, you haven't decided. Thinking about it. Thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Your brain needs oil. Number four, the fourth brain. Your mind scope. Your mind scope. How big your brain is. The kind of information you are able to store in your brain. What is inside your brain. So people have narrow brain. People who are narrow brain people. And you put them in your team. And you are talking to them. You are finished. When you are talking big things, they will be bringing you back. They are talking about sharks. They are talking about tilapia. They won't have the capacity to understand. If you want to see the life, post in life, make sure your brain is a big brain. Then read everything. I am a bishop. Read the Bible. I read science. I read law. I read everything. My brain scope is deep. It's big. Recently, I decided I want to take French, French classes privately now we are surrounded by French speaking people you need to enlarge enlarge the amount of information in your head because whatever idea how big your idea is, is traceable to how big your brain is how big your mind is that's why you must go back to school you must learn, you must read when you go on the internet are enough information there read them Read them. Stop all these uh, jokes on the internet that does not add anything to your life. Stop all these gossips going on that are not even true, And then you are pasting them and sending them around. Those things people paste there that um, do this. If you do it, in the next three weeks, you will get three miracles. If you don't do it, you will be cursed. And then you you are sending it. When you send those things and I see them, it tells me the scope of your brain. Your brain is so little that anybody can manipulate you. Number five, your mindset, your mind sight, your mind sight, your mind sight determines the kind of mistake. The wise man has eyes in his head. Sometimes I'll tell mommy, I'll tell mommy, I'm going to do something, but I'm not going to discuss it with you because what I see, you won't see it. So when the thing comes out, then you see it and you appreciate it. It's, say, okay, 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 go ahead. No wise, please, because 90% of the decisions I make are correct. To marry a foolish man who is making foolish decisions. You won't allow him to make it and say, you wait, when I finish, I will tell you. You tell him, hey, tell me now. The last time I waited for you to make it, we nearly died. If, you can, if your mindset is sharp, you can see solutions in problems. You can see what is coming in five years and you prepare for it. Now, you see, I teach you in this church that don't look at the man's performance to marry him. Look at the man's potential. However, trace the man's history because the man's performance has a history his performance has a history When mommy met me my performance was very poor but mommy checked my history and discovered that where i have come from i've been done very well to get where i am you understand the battles i have fought to get there but if you check a man's performance and you realize that the man was born on a mountain top and has fallen into a valley then they want to lift him from the valley back to the mountain top Because if you couldn't do anything on mountain top, you can never do anything in a valley. But if a man in the valley has managed to, who was born in the valley, has managed to climb to the middle of the valley, then you know that this man is going somewhere. Let me support that man. (laughs) Finally, for today, the mind scar. The sixth one is the mind scar. Let me tell you this. Do you know that? Do you know that the reason why women who commit abortion several times before they marry, when they marry and they get pregnant, not every woman. Any woman who has that system, when they get married, they easily abort. They easily abort. When you get married, you have a baby. The baby comes. You get miscarried. You get baby comes. Get the baby comes. Because you see, when you start committing abortion and they cut the baby off the womb, they cut the baby off. The, it leaves scars in the womb. It leaves some scars. When the baby, the next time the baby, because the baby needs rough place to get stuck. God has made it that way. When the baby doesn't get that place to get stuck and the scar there has made the place smooth, when the baby is there, it drops and comes out. That's how the brain is. If you allow the brain to be hurt all the time, you are planning evil and your brain is wounded and you are carrying scars in your brain, no good idea. let stick there. If I cut my brain right now and I open it, it is God, God, God. Good, good, good. I don't entertain evil, Imama. It's too important for me to entertain evil. Let me tell you how we how many of you will scratch your cars? You take something and you go stand by your car, you start scratching it. Will you do that? But yet you can give your body for tattoo. You see? Tattoo. They will tattoo your body, scratch your body. Which one is more important? How many of you will drink poison? You won't drink poison. So why will you allow your brain to be poisoned? How will you allow your brain to be poisoned? I, as I sit here, my brain is one of the most important things I protect. So all the time, I have the helmet of salvation. Helmet of salvation. <laughs> helmet of salvation. Helmet of salvation on my brain. You can never get me to think like you when you are thinking evil about people. You want me, you want to transfer that evil in your head, into my head, to create a scar in my head. I'll look at the person beside you that don't transfer the evil in your head to my head. Simple. We have closed the service. Amen.
2: We're grateful for tuning in to the Pleasant World broadcast with Bishop Gideon Tito affair Brought to you by The Pleasant Place, Shifo Chapel. The church with pleasant people. Find The Pleasant Place on the Spintus Road, Basket Bus Stop, near Unibank. Dial 264 Three 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 zero two six four one three 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 three. for more information Amen. grateful for tuning in to the Pleasant Word Broadcast with Bishop Gideon Tito Fair, brought to you by The Pleasant Place, Shifo Chapel, the church with pleasant people. Find The Pleasant Place on the Spinters Road, Busket Bus Stop, near Unibank. Dial 0264-133-333, 0264-133-333 for more information.